The Lord be with you. A reading from a reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, "Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned." These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak new languages, they will pick up serpents in their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then, the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. The Gospel of the Lord. Just like the apostles, we too can imagine what it was like to live with Jesus. We have walked with him liturgically intensely for the last three months. Lent, Holy Week, and now the seventh week of Easter. We have come close up to all that Jesus lived and suffered. Perhaps we need to pause for a moment to realize just how much we have experienced over these three months. And the words of St. John may help. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. We are going to reflect together on two themes that are really one, the body and the spirit, and how holiness is like wholeness. An integration of the body and the spirit. In the world, we are seeing a growing disconnect between our bodies and our spirits. And Jesus wants to show us the way to integration through the mysteries of the Ascension and Pentecost. Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? The question seems so out of place. What are the apostles thinking? Have they not understood anything? Similar to when Paul said to Jesus, Show us the Father and then we will believe. They are still thinking along the lines of the body and the world and how difficult it was for them to lay down their politics as it is for us today. Jesus knows well that we are made of clay, fragile and easily broken. Jesus loves us despite the brokenness of our fallen human nature. Nevertheless, he wants our love and fidelity. So, he promises us peace and rest and unity when he says to all of us today, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. 
So, even though we get used to things being in a certain way and we are experiencing constant change of things we have no control over, for instance, COVID was a major disruptor across the planet. Our world is tired and it needs to rest in him. The power of the Holy Spirit is coming and will help us rest. Our bodies are tired and Jesus is waiting for us to rest in him. St. Augustine says famously, we are restless until we rest in thee. And he put all things beneath his feet and gave him as head over all the things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of one who fills all things in every way. Christ and the church are one. The church is the bride of Christ. When we are in union with the church, then just as the sun's rays reflect light on the moon, so too Christ is reflected in the church and inside of us. Inside this one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we live the fullness of the faith. But the body of the church becomes humanly tired and we need to ignite our spirits and take care of her. As faithful sons and daughters of the church, we might ask ourselves in light of the ascension, how can I receive and love the church more? One example is that the church is made up of many parts and an essential part is the priesthood. We need to take care of our priests. Personally, I feel very taken care of. But that may not be the case for all the priests out there. So, if you know a priest, make a special effort to go and see him and spend time with him and lift up his spirits. In turn, we priests need to take good care of you. Don't be afraid to line up for confession. Father isn't looking, he is only looking for your good. Invite your friends back to church. You might be surprised how many people are looking for God in their lives, but they need a helping hand. We all need the church to have open doors and open hearts. That door doesn't open up unless we open it. (laughs) And sometimes it's locked. I was in here the other day and it was locked. Someone was trying to get in. I thought, gosh. Go and open it. (laughs) Oh dear. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them. Imagine Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Imagine that. Our day will come when we will see this in real time. What awe will fill our souls when we gaze upon the Trinity, when we are united fully to this mystery? It also speaks into the importance of prayer itself. Prayer is the foretaste of this union. You cannot switch on and off the gift of the Trinity as if it were a light switch. It takes real effort to slow down and just be with the Beloved. But our culture is running very fast. 
inside and out. Our minds are constantly battered with images, sounds, advertisements. What can you do to slow down with the Lord? To be one with him? Well, the monks got it right. Morning, noon, and night, making time for prayer. It sounds simple, but it requires a decision. Decisions come when we have contemplated the good that will come from it, and I tell my will to act. Being aligned with our higher faculties, intellect, and will is the very best way to live. Immediately they went, no hesitation, the mission was waiting, and time was short. The early church was convinced that Jesus would return soon, very soon. Now, thousands of years later, we are still waiting. Nevertheless, the urgency is still there. There are many people who don't know Jesus, even people in our own families and our neighborhoods. I want to be an ambassador of peace and unity of the good news. What might be holding me back from wholeheartedly giving myself to him and others? Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? But we are human and all this doesn't come easily. We watch ourselves, uh, we catch ourselves looking up and not knowing what to think. And we, wait, and, we, and we may begin to think we need to take everything in our own hands, making the mission daunting. I see my weaknesses and I struggle with them, and I lack confidence in my abilities. Well, the Ascension and Pentecost lead us to trust that they may be childlike. A child in the hands of his father and, and mother is one who is completely sure of himself. This story might be a tangent, but speaks into what I'm saying. One of the first communicants, you know, like one of these guys, really small, I was speaking to him in St. Monica Hall on Thursday over breakfast, and he was asking some pretty profound questions about God and suffering. And then finally he piped up and said, it's my birthday in a few days. I said, great, what are you going to do for your birthday? Oh, I'm inviting 50 of my friends over. 50 only, only 50. You're doing well. But he said it with such confidence. Like I imagine he was actually having 50 of his friends over, but he said it with such confidence. And sometimes we need that. So, his ascension reminds us that our bodies are meant to be prepared for heaven. Jesus walked into heaven. That his ways are not our ways, but he understands our ways entirely and elevates them. Restoration of the kingdom means, in Christ-like terms, restoration of our bodies, therefore our church, then so the world. So let's rest in him, talk with one another about spreading the good news and becoming an agent of healing inside our beloved church. Rejoicing in the unity for which our Savior prayed before his death, we offer our prayers to God the Father. That through the church's faithful announcement of the gospel, God's word may increase love and give full meaning to pain and suffering. We pray to the Lord. 
that peoples in need may find help and that peace and security may be firmly established everywhere. We pray to the Lord. That our parish community may grow in faith, hope and love. We pray to the Lord. For all who are preparing for confirmation or who have recently been confirmed and our first holy communicants, that the Holy Spirit will strengthen them to be courageous in their Christian witness. We pray to the Lord. For the lonely, the alienated, and the orphaned, that they will receive consolation from the closeness of the Lord. We pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to avoid all evil and to be more deeply consecrated to the truth. We pray to the Lord. And we place all these intentions in the heart of Jesus as we sing to him now. (laughs) 